0: Here we go. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Malcolm. Thanks, Matt, for jumping in and trusting my character with you and your skill. Let's go.
1: Welcome everybody to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo and this week the not so stereotypical millennials will be chatting about a whole lot of comic book and Marvel stuff. We have Spawn news, we have Wolverine, and I guess a mashup type of multiverse news, uh, and uh, we're also going to briefly talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, which uh, we all have finally seen, and we're going to chat about that as well. So lots of things going on, but this week. I'm lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power, Ian Walter,
2: and wife Power.
1: Welcome, one. Welcome all. We're uh, we're gonna jump straight into Spawn. We got lots to talk about today. Uh, we don't often do this. Like I don't know that we've almost ever really talked about like news, mm-hmm. unless it's like a trailer or something. But mm-hmm. as listeners might know, we watched Spawn earlier this year. Um, Thanks, Dave. No problem. You're welcome. Yeah. Um,
2: as the Super winner of two. the 19, yeah, Don't as the winner me. of the
1: uh, of the '97 uh, summer movie wager, I chose a movie that I thought would at least somewhat work as a comic book movie, but it kind of didn't. It was bad. Um, but now uh, Todd McFarlane is uh, in full swing with creating a new Spawn movie, and uh, Jamie Fox has been tied to be the leading role we don't know much about it we don't know what the story is but you know as of this recording the new news is that we have a few new names to attach to uh who is going to be writing it and and possibly producing the movie as well so um mike do you have those names pulled up i don't have them in front of me <laughs> I should yeah have it's
0: funny but you're ba- you, you you forgot to mention that uh the, the funny story about how this was all revealed on twitter yes on okay Tom yes Let's do that. twitter account with yeah. what seemed like ms paint graphics that's right uh, which we all had like a good laugh about teasing the teasing a the classic
3: uh, comic animator doing like a paint job <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah ian was sending us yeah. screenshots
1: going just draw something yes yeah <laughs> anyway, so
0: that was it, but that but it did its job like it got us all uh, i got all of our attention because he it not his paint fonts so- and Big Spawn movie news dropping and since we've rewatched the movie and since I re- I bought the uh, Spawn number 1 issue. Um, so there's we, two,
1: yeah, so there's two reasons why why this movie is moving forward. It's because we watched it and mm-hmm. because Mike purchased the comic. That's yeah, exactly. really the reason yeah, why. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. so so the big news that Todd McFarlane
0: teased about the Spawn movie is that uh the Joker writer, so the writer of the Joker movie the movie that made like a billion dollars scott, scott silver, silver yeah. is now writing the spawn movie along with malcolm spellman who well, i think he was the showrunner and writer on falcon and the winter soldier uh and it's being it's in development at blumhouse and they have a good track record and jamie fox is still attached to star so another writer
3: they describe him as a young like rising Up and comer. star Amazing. yeah yeah <laughs> Matthew Mixon. he's only done like some docs and shorts uh, from what i can see on yeah. imdb but they're, that's okay that's they're fine. praising his uh abilities yeah
0: and so uh that's kind of big news because that is some a-list talent attached to the spawn movie and what's funny about the spot about the spawn movie originally is that todd mcfarlane was like attached to direct it for a long time and it never got off the ground and then i think he's quoted saying Recently, like he's, you know, he's not going to direct it anymore. There's a list talent, there's a list actors, a list writers. He now wants an A, they want an A list director. So Mm -hmm. next to be seen is the director and they're hoping to start filming in the new year. And so, yeah, it's kind of got us excited. And I think we will commit in this episode to probably watching and reviewing it on the podcast. So. Oh, totally. Well, now we have to. <laughs> yeah. So, so Ian, what do you think about, about the news <laughs> that Todd McFarlane... like, oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> Todd McFarlane <laughs> so, dropped.
3: <laughs> so excited that one of us went out and got issue number one of Spawn. Not jealous <laughs> at all. Um, no, but also, uh, Dave, thank you for making us watch this movie, because like Mike... I didn't ha like I actually had fond memories of Spawn in general. Just I don't know whether it was the comics or the action figure the movie, I guess. But like going back and watching it is clearly one of the worst comic book movies of all time. Oh of course. really yeah And uh it, that was that was a tough one to stomach, man. So yeah. none of us watched. Well, well we to put win, up, we put uh, up with it and now we're gonna we get <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so so i think there's nowhere to go but up i do like todd McFarlane yeah, as a creator not think, a high bar but yeah yeah i think he's got you know he's got a great talent and a lot of great history with the uh, things we love such as marvel comics spider-man and venom uh so Todd McFarlane is definitely one of the greats so having him get all this a-list talent i mean it sounds like like I said, nowhere to go but up. You're going to make a movie and it has to be better than the other one. Like, it, yeah. It, it. There's no shot with all these names involved that it's going to be worse than the movie we just watched that is spawned. So, no, there, there's I'm no way. I'm, there's I'm, I'm no just, way. Like, you can't,
1: you, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. You just I can't. I mean, there's so many aspects the, of it. People the only listen- thing
3: that
0: scares me is that you mentioned he was the creator of Venom. And if they take, like, the Venom movie route, That's going to be not what I want. I want them to take a more. It's going to be no. (laughs) Like like having the writer of the Joker and having the guy from uh, Malcolm from Falcon Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. really is promising. Really is promising because Spawn is like a black superhero. And that Falcon Winter Soldier series deals with a lot of sort of uh, racial issues. And I think they're going to lean into that a little bit. Uh, the Joker was, you know, nominated for Oscars. It was more of like a prestige drama, so I think it's going to be less of just like a cheesy action movie, '90s action movie, and more of a serious movie with something to say, which is very cool. Yeah. Anyways, wife power. Does this mean anything to you?
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> no words.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not super excited for this, even. Like I was, I saw the infographics you guys were talking about, and I was like, "What's this all about?" But I actually <laughs> didn't realize that it was coming from Todd McFarlane. I thought it was like a jo- like kind of like a joke meme thing. But yeah, um, yeah I I'm, the F- Falcon Winter Soldier wasn't my favorite of the MCU shows. It's probably like at towards the bottom for me. I didn't like the Joker movie, so like. Those names don't really excite me. Jamie Foxx is a really good actor, so, like, that kind of, like, entices me. I think for me, it's, like, what will excite me is is the approach that they take to the movie. If they, if they come out and they say it's going to be a rated R movie, I'm going to be more excited for it. If they come out and try to push some, like, PG-13, like, bubblegum crap for a Spawn movie yeah it's probably not going to excite me very much because like we talked about in the the other episode it's like this character just doesn't work for pg-13 it's like it's got to be dark and violent and um so i think that will be more i think the director and like the approach that they're gonna take towards it the writers don't really have me like super jazzed but yeah i'm like you guys said, like anything is better than the movie we, <laughs> we watched um, a couple of months ago. So yeah. the bar is not high. But for me, it's like they, they've they got to take the approach that it's got to be like a, an 18A or like a rated R movie. Because if they try to go for that like PG-13, even like 14A, like I just I don't know that they can get to like.
1: No, they they gotta push that that uh, that bar. Yeah,
2: they've got to take the Logan character. approach. Yeah, where it's just like they make it that that type of movie. That yeah. I think is like, but then at the same time, it's like studios don't want to make those movies because mm. it's like it limits your audience. So we'll see what they do with it. Um. I'm intrigued. I'm not going to say I'm excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want my husband to stop buying comic books. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully the movie's
1: bad, so he just stops buying them. Yeah.
2: No, no. dear comic comic book studios, right. please stop. Um, remaking all of these comic books and making my husband spend our child's education fund on
3: so he's building up the education fund. yeah exactly no if he doesn't if he doesn't sell
2: it it's 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 not okay it's it's more like
0: the inheritance she can you know
3: she'll have them when i die that's right But until then, hands off, kid. (laughs) That's sweet, sweet iron cat number one. Oh, he keeps buying all these
2: comics and he says like, oh, they're for they're for Ruth, like they're her comics. And then she picks them up and she wants to read them with him. And he's like, Don't touch that. Yeah.
1: Where are your latex gloves, woman? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're
2: bending the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You can read it from a distance. <laughs> I'll exactly. hold it up and you can you read it from a it. distance. Get <laughs> out know, so the white just, gloves. Yeah,
2: yeah, it just tells me he's just full of shit. They're, they're no. not for her. They're for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we almost had the perfect uh, segue and transition because, Wife Power, you mentioned Logan and you mentioned R-rated um superhero movies and uh that is exactly what we could be getting next because we have both Wolverine and Deadpool seemingly not confirmed but seemingly teaming up in a in a movie that's going to be coming in a couple of years as well. Yes, yeah.
3: Oh, oh hold on now though. Don't get Uh-oh. our listeners all amped up thinking they're gonna get Logan because that's not what we that's not what the internet wants to hear. Well no not that we're <laughs> gonna, get, gonna get, get a Logan caliber movie, but I think we're gonna get yes. something very different and just as Beautiful,
1: yeah, and and R rated, right? Like potentially R rated. I mean, Deadpool is right. I think both those movies are. It has actually, to actually,
3: yeah. I think it has to be R rated at this point. Like the first two were, and it yeah. kind of it kind of fell in line with Logan and with you know all these other movies that were saying worked like Joker. So I think it for sure has to be R rated. But I think that that announcement was great. I think we should get uh, Mike's thoughts on how the announcement was delivered, and maybe some. If I don't know if you were done talking about the announcement the spawn announcement. But either way, all these announcements coming out. Let's hear Mike's thoughts because yeah, I, I love the way this came out on uh, social media.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, yeah, done. Done with spawn. Let's move on. The um, how Deadpool was going to factor. Into the MCU and how the X-Men were going to factor into the MCU with Disney acquiring Fox, which Fox had the rights to Deadpool and made those movies and made, had the rights to X-Men made those movies was a big lingering question uh, for a long time. And we kind of knew as fans that you know it would be dumb for Disney not to have Ryan Reynolds back for Deadpool because those movies made so much money. But also, how can you fit them in to the MCU? Mm-hmm. They're rated R. They have a different history. None of the heroes appear um so there was questions and then all of a sudden out of the blue ryan reynolds uh drops this video on his instagram uh hilarious video of him talking about how how he's been trying to write deadpool 3 and he couldn't think about he couldn't figure out how and this and that and then he's just like thoughts
1: on the toilet (laughs) yeah
0: thoughts on the toilet and just like Hugh Jackman appears in the video. is like, hey, you want to be in Deadpool 3 and be Wolverine again? Something like that. He's like, yeah, sure. And then that's kind of it. And Dave, maybe you can look, play the clip. It's, re- it's really funny. His first
1: appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside. And I nothing yeah it's just completely empty up here and terrifying Uh, but we did have one idea hey hugh you want to play wolverine
3: one more time yeah sure ron
0: it's it's not yet confirmed um you know how it's gonna factor in but we do have the multiverse now so they could easily just have this come in and A different multiverse and totally fit into the MCU. So the the multiverse
1: is the ultimate cheat code.
0: Yes, MCU. That's exactly
1: it. It's the game shark of uh, the MCU. Yes, the game shark of the MCU. So, so (laughs) the only the only
0: so this is obviously people super hyped because no one knew if Hugh Jackman's going to come back and play Wolverine again. He's the definitive actor for Wolverine. Obviously, we all love his portrayal of Wolverine. I want him to keep playing Wolverine forever until he's ninety years old. And you know, I just (laughs) he is amazing. There was a lot of sort of blowback on the internet about um why is Wolverine coming back Logan was the perfect send off. Oh my and god. Those people don't know what they're talking about. Logan takes place like Ridiculous. way in the future. So 2029. You can easily have lots of Wolverine stories between now and Logan.
1: Yeah, so that that was uh, don't thing Don't get the outrage at all. Right, but, <laughs> but I immediately thought that too though. Like not knowing exactly what year because in the movie I don't think they say what year it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think they in the, stay in the future,
0: he's obviously aged. He yes, now he has 100%. a healing factor, and so he ages slower. So it could be years and years and years and years and years it could be further along. Exactly. That's even true. if I, it's I, not, it could be a multiverse story. Yes. Right? It could be so, oh, yeah.
3: But like doesn't Lo- like Logan yeah. and Professor X, like Charles Xavier are the last surviving X-Men. So like the, it's just a timeline. That has be to be with anything. Like yeah, like, exactly. I love Logan. Like I'm a huge champion for James Mangold, and that like, movie's that, incredible. The film that he made was incredible. But like people, they get ahead of themselves, okay? And I love that they knew that this was going to happen online, which is why they had a second video that got released, basically explaining yeah. that it's not like that. It you know, Logan, you know, he had his send off it was in 2029 this is going to be something completely different and before they went into all the details they played some music over it so they didn't spoil the whole movie but they have thought this through you know better minds than the trolls of the internet Yeah, and out. and
0: um film um, fans they need they need to learn a lesson they need to come to terms with something that comic book fans have come to terms with a long long time ago which is continuity should not stand in the way of good storytelling yeah. Okay. If they want to tell a story and it doesn't perfectly fit into the other movies or whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. This has been happening for decades and decades, and decades and years. Every time a new writing team and artists take over, say Spider-Man, for example, you know, and they want to bring back Norman Osborne, but in the last writing teams thing, maybe they killed Norman Osborne. Nope, they'll bring them back because they have a good story reason they want to use them. And it might not be perfect. It might what you say, like not fit in exactly what the team before them did, but it fits the story they want to tell so they do it and that's been happening in comics for a long time and the perfect example of that is thor ragnarok and i've just watched the behind the scenes thor love and thunder and they talked a lot about that movie how like they just want to make the best movie and who cares what came before it doesn't have to perfectly fit we can change the character because we're just making the best movie now and it's like film fans are getting really weird with the mcu and with comic movies and like worrying so much about the continuity but what about fits if what, then, what this happened what that happened it's like none of that matters. What matters should be the story they're trying to tell in the movie you're watching. Yeah. And they can loosely fit the threads if they want. They can fit the threads perfectly if they want, but, but it it, like it's, if Logan exists, it doesn't matter. This other movie, Deadpool, Logan, Deadpool movie can still exist. You know, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't ruin the other movie. They're two separate movies. Like, I don't know. That lesson has to be learned by these comic book film fans because they're the, the people on the internet just aren't getting it. So,
3: I couldn't agree more. It was, like, obviously an overwhelmingly exciting announcement and Logan is right up there with the Dark Knight for me. So, like, I'm the first to be like, oh, preserve Logan. Like, don't touch Logan. But, like, they would have to go out of their way to ruin Logan in ways that I know they're just not going to do. Like, this is going to become something completely separate. We're going to getting Hugh Jackman again uh, as the character reprising the role. And this time in the MCU. And it's going to be as corner of the mcu that is uncharted like it's uncarved yet like they're going to carve it themselves because deadpool is getting his first appearance in the mcu officially now that he's like you know fox has been purchased and all this stuff so it's just there's a lot to love about this choice i think like there's a lot of ways they could go pulling from comics and whatnot they could do a completely original story but ultimately what we're looking forward to is a glorious fight scene between Two mutants that have healing factors and like to cut each other up. You know, Wolverine has his claws. Deadpool has his uh, katanas. Let's not like,
0: forget they also already did meet in a movie, and it wasn't very good.
3: So it's much movie doesn't on exist. Movie, oh, but that's but... what I loved about Deadpool too. My favorite, honestly, I think my favorite part about that movie is the post credit scene, which is when he basically like uses the time <laughs> yeah, thing to go so back funny. and erase. Uh, Wolverine Origins uh, or X-Men Origins Wolverine and, and erase like the the crappy sort of the thing about the Fox X-Men universe is like it never made sense the timeline never lined up mm-hmm. you gotta kind of mm-hmm. lean in on, on the films you do like like Logan uh, X-Men Days of Future Past and the original X-Men and X2 but like there are movies that don't make sense even inside their own timeline and movies even that come after Logan that don't Makes sense to me either so there's a, it was all over the place to begin with now we're getting a fresh start it won't be I don't think the MCU Wolverine it'll be like a multiverse uh, I, similar so to that's, what we saw with no way home but like yeah. I'll, I'll get you guys takes on that but I, I don't think we're getting Hugh Jackman as Wolverine indefinitely I think this is like no, a one and done not. and hopefully we get one more I'm just gonna you know this was the last thing on my MCU wishlist so if this is all we get so be it but Bring yeah. him back for Secret Wars. Why not? You already got him. Like bring, right. bring him back in the two. Years well, ago.
1: I I hope that either either he comes back as the Wolverine that we know, and that's fine. And it takes place, he's sort of like you know, let's say ten years before Logan or w- whatever it is. I don't. It doesn't matter what what the t- exact time is. And he's the the character that we recognize. And then they just fight or whatever the the, the scenario ends up being, um, whatever the story is. Or if they decide not to do that and they and they pull in all the multiverse stuff, he ends up being Wolverine from the 90s cartoon with the 90s outfit. Because yeah. I think that's a good opportunity to poke fun at a goofy outfit and a goofy scenario and a guy that's from the 90s and that's exactly what Deadpool can bounce off of and I think that could be hilarious. And it could just be a bunch of 90s references and, you know, comparing h- how things are to how things were then and like all that kind of and you know uh, uh, Logan and Wolverine in in the X Men movies has never been like he's mostly straight face, but he has a couple of quips every now and then. Even even though he does it with a straight face, like he's not humorless. So if you have those two personalities bumping off each other, I think that could be really fun. I don't know if they'll do that because now they have the cartoon show coming out, like the the sort of extended uh, animated show that's going to be coming out. But I think that could be fun, and I think they could like literally. Just take the suit straight out of the cartoon and just paint Hugh Jackman in yellow and blue with with goofy, a goofy mask, like, you know, like an exaggerated mask and everything. I think that could be fun. And after that, I won't care what the story is. Just like you mentioned, Mike, with Thor Ragnarok. Just make this. Just make the movie. Make the movie that you want to make. Make it fun. Just like I think those Deadpool movies are. They don't care about other stuff that's going on. They just Mm -hmm. have a really good time. And that's it. So just do that. But add Wolverine in it. Like that's yeah. what I want out of it. So gonna, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Wife okay, power. West West power, West yeah. power yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got off on a tangent. I meant to throw you to you, know. and then I got off on that idea tangent. So you guys After just made it out <laughs>
2: hardcore for um I'm really excited for this one. I think Ryan Reynolds is a national treasure and we need to protect him at all
3: costs. <laughs>
2: every ad that he comes out with or like a teaser thing just like he just cracks me up and i don't know if it's a if it's just genuinely him like that is his personality and his humor or he's just like created this persona on social media but like if like his gin commercials and even he's got his um his wife like lively she created like a I don't know if it's or is it soda water or tonic but essentially like a like a partner company with his gin and like her commercials kind of like pop. now I'm on a tangent but like she's got that humor too like they're like really oh, okay. like
1: same same feel and everything yeah
2: Yeah like they like they're playing off of each other and like and it's just like is that their relationship like are they constantly making fun <laughs> of each other and um, just having like a blast or like is it something for like the public so mm-hmm. but I just I loved it I I actually really liked the second um, thing that they came out with where it's him and Hugh Jackman and they're sitting on the couch and they're like talking about things and then they start like they cut to the music and they're doing all these like actions in the back and yeah it was just hilarious I'm I'm excited for it I'm with you Dave I think like as soon as they pull, he like Wolverine into a Deadpool movie. I'm picturing the like '90s costume. Like he's got to have like the like I don't know what they are like ears or like flaps and like uh, maybe over not his necessarily eyes and yeah. like the blue and yellow, but like maybe kind of like a like a daredevil-y style where it's like Mm -hmm. it is still like the leather and it's got a little like little bits of the coloring to it but that's how i butcher it like the daredevil or the deadpool movies have been like so campy and like good at like making fun of the like silly things that exist in comics so it's like for me it's like how do you pull wolverine into a deadpool movie like, at least the Ryan Reynolds ones and not make fun of the costume. Like, it's...
0: Right, right.
2: It's It would be... If they don't do it, it'd be a huge missed opportunity. So, um, and I think... I don't know if it was fake or not, but, appa- like, they had a clip of, like, Kevin Feige has, like, there is a costume that exists. Mm. Um, so it's we'll see. out there
1: just put it on man just try it on they can alter yeah. it yeah
2: <laughs> and even if he puts it on for like a bit like yeah i not yeah. have Did to necessarily
0: tease that yellow outfit in a movie i think they teased it in
3: a movie
2: oh right? maybe that's what the what? clip is from that's like circling yeah. social media is like mm. is the, of the x-men shot.
3: movies i can't remember which one well it's funny because this will potentially be the last outing of the Fox version of X Men, um, Hmm. or like you know having Hugh Jackman reprising that iconic role, but it goes back to the first X Men in two thousand when, like they made a a statement they made a point production design not to go the comic book route and do the black leather thing when he and he makes was, he makes a point there was a too. line in There's that line movie in the movie yeah where he's like what wh- like what do you expect yellow spandex and like yes i that's think that's that's yeah. kind of where they were like but the world wasn't of, ready, so the it world wasn't the ready at that time <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't worked. well what's
1: know? funny too is that like I know I know Deadpool doesn't exactly have like this bright costume. He never really did. And you know, in some cartoon versions, it's kind of a it's red. It's brighter right? in the comics. Yeah. It's brighter than what it's been in the movies, for sure. But like, you know, if his costume stays the same, which presumably it would or very similar, it's it's dark, right? It's a darker costume. And then you have the just position of of him showing up in the yellow and blue and I just think just that visual alone Yeah
0: but look at the is, it's a toned down yellow and blue it it's like it's like how the Deadpool is a toned down red it's a toned down yellow and blue. I if hope they go with the
1: toned down I hope it's wow. not. I hope
3: it's straight um, out of the cartoon. That's Dave's what I point, want. That
0: would be great. But yeah, we'll see. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
3: want to get yeah. uh, maybe like some of our thoughts on what we think they could do with the story. Uh, with these yeah, that I maybe? have no idea. That um, I would,
1: I would, I would show shove to you guys because I don't know. I just want them to. I don't care if they don't fight either. Just. Just be buddies. Yeah. You
3: know? <laughs> so I, <laughs> I know. will say this though, uh, Dave, to that point of, it would be awesome to get them both in the brightest costumes possible. But <laughs> right. um, like for my taste, like maybe not for the entire movie, just like as an homage to that. I think that's okay. Um, yeah. And then at some point, I would love, honestly, I would love to see them go. I think I, I yeah I, t- I tweeted about this because uh, I actually watched Logan on March in March because you know, March 3rd is now Logan Day, so it's been out for five years now, so I've, I've, I could see myself, I love this movie that much, I could see myself kind of revisiting on a annual, semi-annual basis, but basically, like, watching that I I had tweeted at that point, like, regardless, like you know, now we got the official announcement and everything, but I've, everyone's been clamoring for these two to get together, right? But my, my point was, I wanted to see uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman in an x-force movie so this might not be that but it you know deadpool 2 was putting in the building blocks they kind of turned x-force the creation of x-force into a bit of a gag but they could yeah. carry on with that notion and really build out the x-force and in that case we would get um, a really ruthless pairing of uh deadpool and wolverine and they'd be wearing their like covert ops like black and gray tone Mm. Um, costume. So it'd be nice to see Wolverine in a couple costumes in this movie. So X-Force would be a cool storyline to go. I know a lot of people are clamoring for like a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe kind of deal or even the Fox Universe. Uh, what do you guys think they could do with the storyline with these two? I don't know, Mike. You probably have a
1: better general sense of where it could go because for me, I would just come up with ideas that either by chance were in the comics or are not even close to that and it'd be some goofy scenario or something Yeah, so, i don't know i got nothing to base my my thing on because i don't honestly deadpool like i i know him mostly from video games than i do from comics i never really grew up with him so uh what yeah, what could I, it be
0: so i've heard the stories that it's gonna be a um road trip movie that, right. that was the, that right. was the original that was the original um, original pitch or something i think pitch before disney bought fox right right um yeah so i don't really know what that means <laughs> road trip movie with with deadpool and deadpool and
1: wolverine they're going to hunt people down uh, like i don't know what is that I don't yeah
0: know. who knows but what i would love because one of my favorite comics that i've read is this uncanny x-force run that stars both x-men and deadpool and it's an it's a very unique x-force team it's It's Wolverine. It's a character called Phantom X, which if they don't go that way, that's fine. Uh, Psylocke Deadpool and Archangel. Okay. And they go on this, they go on this mission to um, find the, it's like the reincarnated apocalypse and like kill him. But it's a little kid. It ends up being like, they find him and it's like a little kid. So like this whole conundrum of like, do they kill this little kid? It's like, the whole, like, would you go back in time, kill baby Hitler kind of deal. And, you know, he kind of, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are there they have to fight through. So it's a really, really cool comic, and it's a really cool premise. and Interesting, yeah. Um, they could do something like that. They could bring Psylocke back. They could bring Archangel back. Could, well, I was going to say, know, we've seen those characters already, uh, so they could bring him back, yeah. go on the That's my pitch. Go on the road trip, get the team together, hunt back the reincarnated apocalypse, and, you know, kill him before he can grow old and bring the end of the world. But, you know, then there's the moral dilemma there that they can wouldn't work that with, be so. a
3: great way uh, to play off of like wiping out like that horrible oscar isaac portrayal yes of, exactly they could do of, a better job yeah another way for them to poke fun at themselves would be great yeah <laughs> right but,
0: and if anyone's
1: but, gonna do it it's gonna be a deadpool movie yeah <laughs> the
0: like the the x-men or the the wolverine deadpool pairing is like a classic pairing from the comics yeah. so there's lots of things they could
1: well that's good that's good that they, they can pull yeah. and they can pull ideas from different things does not to be one direct storyline they could say like this is the direction like the end result but we're going to pull in a couple of small quips or ideas or something from another story so at least they have choice i mean that that's that's good I uh, that's fun um yeah I, I think we're all like really excited for it i mean like there's possibility again just like with the spawn stuff we still got lots of time before we hear more about this um really now it's just confirmed that it's happening i d- i did want to i almost forgot but it's weird because I think this was supposed to be at d twenty three because at the beginning of the video he's like, i'm sorry we can't be at d twenty three I was like mm, why didn't they drop this then it's i don't know maybe maybe that was the case i'm I'm not really sure but it
0: probably a rights I, thing behind the scenes they're still ironing out like if it's definitely, yeah happen. i mean it's not
1: a big deal either way whatever you know
0: yeah i think
3: it would have played nicely at d twenty three but also I feel like It's big enough that they just want their own spotlight. Like they don't want to share. Yeah, Separate. A couple weeks later, separate it. Yeah. I did like that moment where Ryan Ren is pouring the aviation gin as he's pondering in his coffee cup. uh, Yeah, yeah. he's pondering what to do with (laughs) this. And and
1: honestly, the 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 Hugh Jackman walking in the background, like it could. It honestly, in some ways, like a lot of people are watching this on their phone. It could have been anybody just walking in the background. He's like, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, it took me a second. Honestly, it took me a second to be like, oh, oh, that's what they're doing. And then the logo pops up. It's just Yeah, like, oh, the
3: logo with the snick. It's a slash. Right it's cool. Through, yeah. It's really cool. I like that. So, um,
1: OK, so lastly, on the MCU uh, train for the episode. Thor Ragnarok uh, is, um, you know, it's it's my favorite MCU movie. Um, I was really excited for the follow-up love and thunder i think that the the trailer at least the teaser trailer was something that got me very excited for it a lot of the same hands are all over this project as ragnarok and uh i was going in with unrealistic expectations i would say (laughs) i think that's um that's just the way it was so um we're going to talk about love and thunder a little bit uh we sort of review or, or sort of at least go through our thoughts on these movies but um I guess, I guess I'll start because uh, I think you guys maybe have touched on it in the past briefly, but uh, I really enjoyed the movie, but I don't think it's a home run. I just uh, had a good time. I thought it was... The jokes didn't land the same way as Ragnarok, which disappointed me because I think Taika Waititi's uh, um, humor is right up my alley and I absolutely love everything that he's written and pretty much everything that he's done. Um, I don't love this movie. I just really like it. And I just am having a hard time. I, I had like mixed feelings. Sometimes I was really high in this movie and other points it was just sort of okay. Um, whereas for me, Ragnarok was just right from the start was the best. Um, so unrealistic expectations, unrealistic sort of walking into it. But I do think overall um, having uh, what's his face as, as the as the villain was was the standout in this movie for sure. Uh, his performance was awesome. The scenes that they have with him are, are really creative and well done. Like that whole black and white sequence is, is like the best part of the whole movie to me. It just looks really cool. It's really intense. It's really creepy. Um, I really liked what they did. They did something very different and I think it really worked. Um, but overall, I think it's uh it's a good movie. It's just not fantastic. So uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. I that's... think I'll pick up from what you're throwing down there because I think that Thor love and thunder, like I I will go opening night to every single MCU movie till, you know, the end of time or until I'm no longer with us, but like (laughs) I will, I will probably enjoy myself like 99.9% of the time. So it's not an issue of like, was it good? Like I, I, I think I'm happy with what we got uh but i think another issue is like i enjoy myself in imax for thor love and thunder but leading up to that film i watched thor ragnarok avengers infinity war and avengers endgame three of the best films in the mcu right to get ready for this one so like yeah it's kind of an unfair thing to ask this movie to be on that caliber of films but like you know taika what is returning to bring thor into this next phase of the mcu and I think it was a bit of a rocky road. Not 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 going to lie. Like I think it's it's fine as a standalone Thor outing. Um and I guess that's all we can really ask of a movie to be a fine standalone entry, but like mm-hmm. in the MCU at this point there's always considerations of like what does this mean to the greater MCU? Where is this what where is this headed for this character? And I think those things left me a little wanting, but like the actual movie itself we got was a lot of great comedy. But I think to what you were saying, Dave, like I think the comedy didn't land the way it did in Ragnarok. Cause Ragnarok was like this perfect storm of like the writing was very solid in that we were treating serious moments, serious when they need to be serious. And then we throw in jokes when we can. And they always seem to land here. I think there was a plethora of jokes mm-hmm. and some of them landed, some of them didn't, but there was never a moment to kind of like, like, there were serious moments in the film, but they, they just weren't as they weren't treating it as seriously. Maybe. Well, they were the all based. They were all
1: based around, uh, around, um, thing. Um, Oh my God. None of the names are coming. To Jane. References. Yeah. All the serious moments are based around, uh, around Jane being, being sick like that. And, that and was the serious storyline and it's fine to have that, but I think there was just too much going on in the movie. Like yeah. have her in it, I understand. I know I'm, I'm more than happy to have her character in there. But there's also the dilemma of like now you have to sort of make your describe like figure out why she's still there or why she came back and figure out like why she needs to be Thor, you know, why she needs to have the powers and stuff. And it all is part of her storyline and everything, but it's still I think it bogged things down Um, while at the same time I still was okay with it. So I was sort of conflicted on that part of it. Yeah
3: yeah and i'll just say that like we'll get into the details and whatnot but there were standout moments for for me in this film and i think like there were things in this film where i wish that had been more present and been more a part of the film than like, uh yeah than uh more korg. more korg, more corg you that's, say corg uh, i say gore uh, well that's but, sure gore we'll, we'll, too but we'll get there just but uh, the fact
1: the fact that that corg was like you know, blown up like halfway through the movie or third through the movie. And I was like, no, oh, this I, movie's I, gonna suck. I, no,
3: I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll get initial. He's from power. Back. And wife power but well, I will yeah. say they did give Korg the Chewbacca treatment. A little bit. Yeah, they yeah. did a little I, bit. I, he's still I, there,
1: but it's, it wasn't the same. Once that happened, he wasn't. The same. I
0: think with Korg, there's the saying too much of a good thing. I, I think that's Korg in this movie. But anyways, I'll let wife power go next. Yeah, about her thoughts on love, love and Thunder.
2: Dun dun dun. <laughs> I I think this movie has a lot of problems. To be honest, <laughs> sure. I. That being said, like I still liked it. It, it it's fun. It's but like Ian brought up some of the calibers of like the MCU movies, especially like the last Thor movie. This one kind of felt a little bit of like a dud for me. And, and I think the problem is the movie didn't know what it wanted to be. So mm-hmm. Ian talked about like Ragnarok was the perfect blend of like seriousness and humor. And they knew when to put the humor in and the humor was tastefully done. So it was it wasn't too much. It wasn't too goofy. It, it just it fit like it, it just blended really well whereas this one it was it was two opposite spectrums for me like it was a a very dark dramatic um depressing like the way it starts off with the whole the the gore storyline like and then you take it and then it jumps to the first scene with thor two completely different movies to me they don't yeah, they don't blend yeah. well don't sit well and I think for me that's where I had a problem with the movie was jumping between those tones really takes me out of it so it's like to have this like dark ominous like very disturbing like sad story and then to go to the super campy super over-the-top jokes humor scene it's just like well am I watching the same movie or am i watching two different things and i think that con- the contrast was too stark for me and it just kept taking me out of the movie and i agree with ian the best parts are with gore like his yeah, his, yeah. his storyline like by far like christian bale as the the villain like he was absolutely phenomenal and I think it's just, like, the stark contrast of how, like, how campy they got with Thor, like, when he wasn't in those scenes. And even a couple of, like, jokes when he was with, like, when he was kind of, like, battling back and forth with gore, like, they just didn't hit well. Because, like, well, he's not really, like, a, he's not a fun villain. Like, he's not a a villain to, like, have that humor like he's trying to kill you. There's no you. banter with Gore. Yeah, like he. They're, <laughs> he's, no, they're
1: he's... they're com- they're polar opposites. Right? Uh, like, yeah, like yeah, they really yeah. are. I'm waiting yeah. for my
0: turn, but I will get into.
2: I'm, I'm... Yeah, but I just. Um, but yeah, I just again, I didn't mind it. It's it is probably one of the lower Thor movies for me, sadly, and it it's just the contrast between the two themes of the like. The, the tones of the movie just didn't match up for me and it just, it really took me out of it and confused me and... Um...
0: I've heard that critique a lot and it's funny because that critique, you know, some people, you say like, you know, it's a feature, it's not a bug, right? And right. for me, <laughs> totally, I absolutely love that part of the movie. I love the part that there's two totally different movies happening in the same movie. Um, the reason why I love it is because he easily could have done Thor Ragnarok again. He easily just could have done For sure. straight up comedy again. And I appreciate the let's do something different. I appreciate the, you know, I'm going to give you this same Thor Ragnarok story and Thor Ragnarok is a really, really high bar. I don't think we'll ever see that bar being hit again. It's like lightning in a bottle. It's like capturing, like it's like the best MCU movie basically. Right. So it's like,
1: can't sorry say that again what is it sorry.
0: yeah it's like the best mcu movie like we all had it super hot <laughs> on our list it's like my third or fourth favorite
1: one in the MCU. no no like no, no, no 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 you said it was favorite. the best mike you said it was yeah the best, it's yeah.
0: easily the best anyone wants to have it number one it's perfectly fine by me it's, it's <laughs> on any given day it's the best the best one and so it's hard to hold up to that standard but you do hold up to that standard because it's the same team right so yeah of so, course so but they're giving you this sort of it to me every joke in this movie worked i laughed my ass off Um, and everything that Christian Bale was doing in the gore scenes worked and I, and people are saying like, I got whiplash from the two things. I love that. I love that. He's like, I'm not gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna give this dark villain, one of the darkest villains I've ever seen, but I'm still gonna have my silly slapstick comedy movie at the same time, which is like, people say there's a Marvel, Marvel formula and I hate that because I don't think that's true. I think they take big swings like this and they do different things and this is a different. I
1: I think there was for a time, just not anymore. Not
3: yeah anymore. and so i think there was a bit this. of a formula and they're starting to stray more yeah, from like it I, I find
0: i find having the two different tones an ambitious thing and i respect that that's what i'm trying to say if it there's people out of the movie that's you know that's personal opinion stuff like that so i can't help if that's how you feel but for me i really and then christian watching them behind the scenes christian bale had a good point he's like comedy tragedy been going together for thousands of years hasn't mm-hmm. it you know sort of thing so so i love that about the movie now but there are things that i don't like with the movie i think it's too much korg
1: (laughs) (laughs) what he is barely in it
0: it's almost too much taiko white like like i think this almost it's almost he he wrote the story this time yeah and and seeing behind the scenes like a lot of improv and stuff like that so like like hemdahl's son also like all of that kid stuff, like that kid's were of on there putting in, like when they got the powers at the end, that's just such an eye rolly moment. It's just like, oh, I like the
1: kids getting the powers. Oh, I thought so that was so cheesy. It's like, something we haven't kid... seen before. I was okay, like, okay, but you're yeah. gonna You're good.
0: Like, he is a dark, bad guy, and you're gonna literally put kids in danger and have them fight. Like, it's not. No, I'm sorry. he like, got powers.
1: No. It doesn't <laughs> matter. He
0: kills people with power. He kills gods, my man. That's true. These that's are little true. kids. Like, yeah. I just I was not buying any of the like kid stuff. It was like, oh, just take. I just did not buy that. I was just like some over the top cheesy stuff. I didn't yeah, but, like. So it doesn't hit the Ragnarok highs for me. Se- sure. Second second best Thor movie for me, and still like, I still give the movie like a big high ranking of like four and a half or four stars. Uh, but just like give a lot of the MCU movies four or four and a half stars. So it's not you know, top <laughs> tier. But I still I still do appreciate the the ambitious of the movie. I really love how they brought in the Jane Foster story from the comics of her having cancer and being the mighty Thor, like seeing the female Thor. Like there's so much to like about the movie. Um, Zeus, hilarious. Russell Crowe Zeus was absolutely hilarious. And again, Christian Bale uh, killed it as the villain. So I don't know. People are like overly harsh on the movie I'm finding. And I think it's because Ragnarok was such a high bar. I think if we mm-hmm. never had Ragnarok, people would be loving this movie.
1: No, I I think it it does it does create a bit of a difference to me. Uh, the I found the the most consistent joke or through joke that that landed with me, whether I was laughing out loud or not's another thing. But I enjoyed the, the whole screaming like
3: goats. The
1: oh, the screaming. Oh my god! First of all, <laughs> thought, the screaming goats. I thought that's where you're going. <laughs> is such a cartoony thing, and to come back to it like seven times was hilarious. Like. It's it's so annoying, and it's supposed to be. And I just yeah. I think that's like it's like straight out of Looney Tunes. Like that's really what that is, and, and I love that. But it's the um it's the uh the having the, the axe and the hammer as like the ex-boyfriend, oh, yeah, yeah. girlfriend type of thing. I really thought that funny. was so funny. Um, you know, he's talking to it like it's a person, and he's just like, Yeah, you know, it's it, like I thought that was great because. It completely makes sense too, and a couple points that you know the 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 axe or the hammer—I can't remember which one—sort of just slowly comes into yeah, the, the frame axe. behind him. Yeah, like it's listening. Stormbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, that is no, that- a um, you know that's such a a thing that you would see uh, in in with TT's other stuff, and and I thought you know that's a perfect perfect comedy moment that I think they would go back to that that he came up with. I I assume. Yep. And uh, that that's the one that consistently worked that and actually and yeah, the screaming goats was
3: <laughs> <is> what worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I uh, you know, we it sounds like we all have our criticism of this movie, which is fair. But I do believe I do agree with power in the sense that, like, I've watched this movie again. I looked forward to it when it came on Disney Plus. Like, it's not like, uh, you know, it's still probably like a mid tier MCU mm-hmm. film for me but that like I love the MCU so I love like so many movies uh, that are even below this one uh, so so yeah so you know we're not necessarily doing a full recap of the film but like I think some of the strongest stuff we mentioned is is gore I think Christian Bale crushed this role and I yeah. think that's that's part of where like where power is saying okay it's it's like you're getting um, two different movies playing out at once I got so immediately invested in that opening sequence. Oh, that, that opening ten and, minutes is
1: amazing, and,
3: and I love he gets this necro sword. He becomes Gore, the God Butcher. He's vowing to destroy all gods, and you understand exactly where he's coming from. And mm-hmm. I didn't even mind that like the god that he was looking up to is just like he's hamming it up. Like I thought that yeah. works too. He's hamming it up because you want to portray them in such a light that. Like they need to go, like the like you you want to side with Gore in certain circumstances, but my issue was that they didn't stick with it enough, like mm. everything from that first scene on was ancillary like they didn't actually show Gore going around butchering gods. We saw the aftermath of it, but we didn't see like another god get murdered by him. No, so we didn't
1: see no, yeah, we saw him come down to uh to New Asgard. Yeah, and, but, but and I loved of all a, of right. that, and
3: I loved yeah, that, was great. And that was great. Foster's story, and I thought a lot yeah. of it was really well written, but yep. the like I needed more from like I, I thought that Christian Bale was giving it his all, and I think there was a lot left on the cutting room floor, and we got well, what we got. But I think, I think we like, would have had a I three and think, a half hour movie. That's a problem. But, but yeah, we got what we got. But like at the same time, I think that he did a lot, brought a lot to that role, and he he wasn't allowed um, necessarily. Uh, given the chance to showcase it all because a lot of it probably got edited down, right? So I think, like, you know, he brought a lot to that role and I, I loved, that was probably my uh, the highlight of the film for me. So yeah. everything else, like the comedy, whether it worked and it didn't, like, it worked for the most part. But, like, I kept wanting a little bit. I wanted more from Gore pretty, pretty much. And I loved the stuff with Jane Foster as well. So, yeah, so I think, like, ultimately it was just, like, not that I didn't enjoy it, but it's just like there were there were things that like I wish they had kind of focused on more. Yeah. That, yeah. It, see, it seems whatever.
1: like like all four of us is sort of like a conflicting feeling thing. Um, you know, not that it was enjoyable, but we had ups and downs depending on how we saw things. Right. So we all uh, like Taika,
0: especially yeah. so much Yeah, that I think the expectations are what hurts it i think the expectations are through the roof and yeah that's what hurts it i
1: think yeah it's 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 unfortunate right like you do such good work and then that just carries every single time the bar just keeps getting higher yeah and it's really it's unfair you know like but that's just Mm -hmm. that's just you know how it how it feels and that you know i think you have to appreciate that that. he
0: tried to do something different and i think like that's laudable
1: in a way yeah no it's it's a point absolutely that's definitely a point to be made for sure um all right, we so should, we'll see we what's should. what's coming up next. We got a lot of like, we have more She Hulk for sure. If you want to check it out on Patreon, we definitely have a nice extended talk about uh, about She Hulk and Andor, and uh, we'll also be uh, going back to those shows on the main feed as well. But uh, you can find or in between episodes on our Patreon page, and uh, Mike, elsewhere, where else is uh, everybody keeping up with their stuff?
0: Yeah, so that Patreon page is patreon.com/backinmyday. And you can also follow us on social media at day back in is our handle on mostly all social media platforms. And you can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts, overwatch, all the typical podcast apps. And the podcast is called back in my day. Um, if you want to help the podcast out, leave a little five-star review, leave a little comment that really helps.
1: Yeah, that's it. Let's get us, uh, and uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends because we're cool. <laughs>
3: just just like you and your friends. Just hanging out. Yeah. Um you know, I will say that it's probably that a testament. Really sold to the fact it. That... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably a testament to the fact that we didn't even mention the Guardians of the Galaxy involvement in this film because I think it was a bit of a wasted opportunity. And that's probably you know what we
0: thought was funny, but yeah, they it was really not the intention of the whole
1: movie, right? That's... no, no, I completely
0: No, forgot. as Guardians of the Galaxy
3: forgot. for us. Yeah. Um
1: well we're the we're the Guardians of Podcast? Okay, that's enough. We're getting out of here.